New week, new episode of the Red Wine Carpet. Fred, Charles and Katie here. Hi, Katie. Hi, Fred. How are you doing? I'm fine. Ah, okay. Should we expand on that or just keep going? You tell me. I don't want want to be rude. Let's keep going. Okay, welcome everyone. In a bit, we'll talk about Britney Spears, Dave Chappelle, Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox. And we will sip on a new cocktail, of course. What is it this week? You didn't tell me we were talking about Megan Fox. Is this Uh, random news? A random news surprise for you. (laughs) Okay. Oh, what am I sipping on? Okay. Yes, what is the drink this week? So, I, um, you know, I texted you this idea, this drink I was going to make. Have I made this on yeah. the show yet? No. And then as the day was going on... Change your mind. I realized that that is not what my mouth wanted tonight. <laughs> and what my mouth wanted, among other things, was something different. And so I actually really had a craving for red wine, but I didn't want to just go with a glass of red wine for the show. So I decided to just take it to the Google <laughs> and um, looked up an Alexa, idea. get me drunk. Alexa, get me drunk. <laughs> Alexa, get me drunk with flavor. Uh, but I wanted to look up a red wine cocktail. I looked up a red wine cocktail and all those words were slurred together because <laughs> I didn't have much to eat and I've already had a glass of wine with dinner and now this cocktail is red wine. A rhubarb amaro whiskey, and we will get into that later on, but it's fucking delicious. I agree. It's like a New York sour, but um, but Donna would like it. Yeah, we made it ahead of time so we can actually sip mm-hmm. on it during the entire so show. Because why it, not? Quote unquote together, exactly. Zoom together. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You can find us on Instagram at Red Rain Carpet if you have any cocktails, suggestions for us. We'll take it. So feel free to join us over there. And to start this week, we're going to talk about influencers, the big word. What, what is that word? Influencers. You- <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> you said it like a, not just French, but like drunk French for a second. <laughs> Influencers. Okay, so <laughs> there are big names on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, making for the most successful of them millions of dollars per year by just streaming or posting pictures of brands, talking about new products and trends. Have you ever been tempted of becoming an influencer? Fred. Yes. I am an influencer. <laughs> I'm just I knew kidding. It. I think at the beginning I was like, oh, I could do that. Yeah. But then it became what it is. And I was just kind of like, mm, no, I'm not, not that, not that I'm talking down about influencers, uh, but it's, it's, it's quite, it's quite the thing. It's quite a thing. It seems to be the new answer to, Hey, what would you like to do when you grow up? I don't know. And now kids are saying, I want to be an influencer. Because it looks easy. It's, uh, it looks very rewarding. It looks like it. When you mm-hmm. look at the feeds from people traveling the world, you know, luxury vacations uh, covered in expensive brands and all of that. So you might ask, how do you become an influencer? Well, why don't you uh, take a look at HBO? Exactly. There is a new documentary on there called Fake Famous, and it's fascinating. I just, it really is. Yeah, it is. I loved it. So mm-hmm. to explain to you all what the concept of this documentary is, the producers of the documentary start by holding a casting call to find three strangers with a very small following, like natural friends and family type of following with one goal, turning them into influencers. So we're going to take the example of the young lady, part of the three, because she's what the one that goes. And you, said you, you said you love this. I was like... Okay, I didn't exactly love it, but it was kind of 
Oh, wow. But so the girl was Dom, right? Dom, Dominique? Dominique, yeah. That's Dominique. It. I thought you said she was Dom. <laughs> like, yeah, that's no. not nice. No, if, if, okay, if Dom. To, like, Dom. to the extent of what this... <laughs> To, of what this job was for her. She was not dumb. No, not at all. She looked to the mask. So, so Dom came to LA to become an actress. She works in retail, trying to get auditions. And they get started with her with a, a makeover, you know, new hair, new clothes. She gets ready. Looking then, cute. Yeah. Then comes the mm-hmm. photo shoots because, you know, you need some content for your feed and you have to make it fancy if possible. So that's when they fake it all the way. So the teams gives away a couple tricks here. Of course, you can use any friend's pool with a lush background, nice trees in the back. and Or a kiddie pool. Yeah, that as well. Rose petals. You know, a glass of bubbly in your hand and pretend you're on vacation in the Maldives. Of course, you're going to tag the Four Seasons, even though you can only afford a double tree, but whatever. That's because apparently to attract nice brands, you need to tag good ones to start with so their algorithm can find you and, and all that fun stuff. So... Another favorite of mine is taking a picture with a toilet seat. Did you like yes. that? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they to look like you're traveling the world all the time. So the trick is just put a picture of a sky on your TV, mm-hmm. stand in front of it, put the toilet seat behind your head, and if you frame <laughs> it correctly, it looks like you're on an airplane with a yeah. window seat. It's, it's You got the right editing apps too. You can just... That too. Blur the corners. Blur the corners of the toilet seat. It's all good. And then you can keep going up from there. So they bring the girl to a mansion that they rented for the day for about 600 bucks and use every room they can, every background available, the outside, change outfits to have some content in advance because you have to plan that ahead. You can't rent a mansion every week. So they do a pretty elaborate photo shoot there. Or you can also spend 50 bucks for one hour in a fake private jet. That was, that was right there was one of the sort of, I mean, that was an aha moment for the guy in yeah. that situation. He's like, I don't like this. This is bullshit. <laughs> yeah. I'm taking the example of Dominique because the the guys on the documentary, like one of them is not into it at all. The other one is realizing that it's a lot of pressure, is getting anxiety, right. it's getting trolled and that, that comes with it. So, yeah. yeah, the guy is there on the set. It's literally in a warehouse where they built a fake inside of a private jet. So you go there with your champagne, you bring your strawberries, and, and you're on your way to Dubai for, for an hour. Um, <laughs> Quote, and, unquote, Dubai. Yeah. That's Dubai with quotes. And the next step is gaining followers. And that's something called bots that you can use. The production yes. swipes the credit card mm-hmm. to get 2,500 followers to start. And it's very smart because it adds the followers slowly. So the actual platform, Instagram or whatnot, does not flag it as like they don't know it's fake, but they're right, fake because accounts. because it kind of trickles in. Yeah, they, they 50 here, 25 there, and it goes all the way up. And once you have new pictures posted on your feed, well, you can buy fake comments. And that's- that part was wacky to me. Yeah, did you did you start looking around at some examples to uh, try to detect some fake comments? Well, not really, because there are people who actually post the things that these people are commenting. But it's weird because it's like one of the bot comments that I saw on there was "I miss you, babe." Uh, we'll get to an example in a bit because we're gonna yeah. we're gonna go with a live How example. He, when he gonna... read through the examples. Yeah, they had a bunch of, of things, but we're gonna yeah. take a a real example together. 
Okay. Live. Okay, just to cool. see if we can, you know, From find yours, some, some you fake. From yours, because you bought all the bots. Oh, because I have so many followers. Yeah, it's, so it's crazy. So after the followers, <laughs> <laughs> the more comments, the more followers, the more brands are going to find you as well. So anyway, after adding a few thousand fake followers, pictures of fake situations, the girl starts receiving free product at home. She's getting real famous. About. Yeah. It's getting, called fake famous. She's getting real famous. Yes, yeah, yeah, she does. She's getting some wine. We'd take uh-huh. that. She's getting wine. Yeah, jewelry. We'd take that and jewelry. Oh, the jewelry was cute. Yeah. I mean, it was basic, but it was cute. You end up getting so much stuff that you won't even keep. She, she had so much stuff. Yeah. She got so much shit. And, and most of it is probably not, not even your taste. So then what, do you have an eBay business on the side? I mean, the stuff that she got was like, so. It was, I mean, here's the thing is that a lot of the stuff that she got, well, I was like, oh, I could, I could use that. St- I could use that. But there, there was so much of it. It would have become clutter for me. But, you know, when I worked on the radio in France, it was a pretty big radio station and we'd get free stuff all the time, like free pair of shoes, free game yeah. stuff. And I'm like, most of it, you're it ends not up being way too much. You don't even use it. You don't even care about it. It's mm-hmm. like you, you get it and you're like, oh, okay, what? So if you can re-gift it and everything, it's cool. But yeah. other than that, it's just kind of a kind of a waste, really. But yeah. they keep going with it, and after a few months, she gets invited to stores to pick stuff directly on the shelves. You know, she can actually start choosing what she's gonna get. So that becomes cool. And she sent all expenses paid to Vegas with a group of girls to promote a brand and attend the fashion convention. What did you think of that trip? Because <laughs> I thought it was so weird. I thought it was so weird. Sounds fun, but wait until it, you see I thought it. that trip was so weird yeah. because I'm not an influencer, but I've been in situations in LA where you're amidst people and, and I'm like fish out of water, whether it was like a hair show when I'm amongst like runway models and I'm not that or whatever. And there's just this different sort of mindset that she's in, like she's surrounded with. And so she has to kick into her sort of, um, actress mode. Yeah, because she's really, she's in the middle of influencers. She has the status now that she has the, mm-hmm. the thousands of followers. Like actual, I want to say long, long-standing influencers. And she's the newbie, but she's not going to say she's a newbie, obviously. But she knows it's fake for her as well. Right. So that's the thing. But it's she's, not fake for her. This is, this is not fake for her. She's milking it. She's fucking milking it. <laughs> totally. She can go far, but deep inside, she knows that she's surfing on something she's completely like, fake. Faker. And the other girls are hustling, trying to get, you know, more contacts and everything. So they're stuck in that well, minivan. Well, the girls were like, I don't even know if I can use these pictures. Yeah, yeah. They're super picky about well, everything. Because I think they're also just kind of, when they were pumping all these girls out of this van, because I had like five stops. Yeah, they get from LA to Vegas in a van with like, mm-hmm. I don't know, 25 girls. Yeah. And they have a few stops along the way. Where they need to take pictures. And they get pictures in different places along the way. So they just kind of like pump them in and out of this. Yeah. Like a like an assembly line of pictures. Yeah. And I think some of them are just kind of like, this is not. It's an Instagram factory. This yeah. is not like the quality that I'm used to. Starting to get peaky but in the But you got trip. a free trip to yeah. Vegas. So that's like, I guess that's their, their trade-off. Yeah. Some situations I'm sure are, are fun. You know, when you get to the status where you get free vacation right. in nice places and they're actually real. Um, so it makes you wonder now that you see how easy it was for her to get to a status where she's starting to get invited. And I'm not sure if she keeps doing it. We need to find her on Instagram and, and see if she's still doing stuff like that. You don't like follow that. her already? No. I, I, I don't either. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but that made me wonder, for You're example. You're to come up with your excuse on the fly as to why you don't follow her yet? <laughs> no, well. Uh, well, I, well, I just like, I just, I was so busy today and... I misspelled Dominique, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was watching this and I was 
stunning to wonder because the most famous people or the most followed people on Instagram are the Kardashians. And how many how many followers do they buy? Here is when Inspector Fred comes comes to the gig. I don't know if you can play that on there. It's now we're gonna get sued. Stop it. (laughs) We don't have that kind of money. Take a sip. So everybody, just grab your phone. Grab your phone. Open up Instagram. Okay, I'm opening it. Let's find Kim Kardashian, for example. Okay. Oh, I was on my story watching Ben Halen. (laughs) 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 Kim Kardashian. So 205 million. That's my thing. That's my thing. Someone with 300 followers posts a picture. It can easily get, what, 50 likes for the picture? Yeah. Yeah, easily. If you have an engaging 300 person audience, yeah. Yeah, Kim Kardashian has 205 million followers. Okay. Mm, and she has on average so let's see. about 2 million likes per she- thing right you would think that if you do the same calculation that she would get like 20 million likes or something interesting let's get the last picture she's covered in petals but she just posted but she only posted it today so don't maybe don't take the last picture into account 205 million followers the last picture has 1.4 million likes which has just been up for the day. However, I will say on average, she's averaging about 2 million. <laughs> like, it's like I'm saying like it's nothing. She's at, but she's averaging only 2 million likes. Let's get a bikini shot because that a lot of people are going to well, like. Well, that was 3 million. 3.5 million. We're still far from the 20 million followers, okay? So now you start looking in the comments. You get to 7,000 yeah. comments. Come on, 7,000 comments from 200 million people, Okay. Well, but here's the thing. It's like I most of the things I like, I don't fucking comment on. Okay, that's fair. I know it's supposed to like be the thing for an algorithm, but that's fair. But then you think about the bots, and you start looking at the I was comments. Gonna, the butts or the bots? <laughs> in in the case of Kim Kardashian, <laughs> you're talking both. about the Kardashian. <laughs> anyway, but you start going down the the comments over here, and well, it's like, yeah, look at this. I love this pic so much. Adorable. Hot. Fire emoji, heart, three hearts, smiley face. A lot of these are probably bots. Yeah, perfect, stunning, Mm. queen. All of that is probably just someone commented like. (laughs) (laughs) Someone said that? Yeah. Yeah. That nerve. You know you have a shortcut for that, right? (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, gorgeous, hearts, all of that could be automatic. Mm. You know, they know it's targeting a girl that is posting a lot of fashion stuff and those yeah. are coming. So yeah, seven, 4,000 comments on 205 millions. I'm thinking that the Kardashians might be built on, on butts and butts. Built on butts and butts. Yeah. So that's my theory. Well, did you hear that Kendall Jenner is coming with the tequila brand? I saw that and that was my next thing. Um, <laughs> really? Was it? Yep. Yep. It's already uh, winning awards apparently in the booze world. So, Well, I don't know how I feel about it only because it's a Kardashian-Jenner sort of associated thing. Yeah. But she also says that she's been going to like tasting competitions and winning and yeah. all these things. So that's I, if that's real, that's cool. If it's fake famous, then it's not. <laughs> so Kendall, I know you're listening. I know you're listening. Kendall. You're welcome on the show anytime. <laughs> We will post, we will influence by posting on our red wine carpet account, okay? Send the bottles our way, and then we'll talk about it. Yeah, just send them over, we'll taste them. Well, what is it called? 818. 
818, the area code of Calabasas. That's right. Yeah. So Kendall is not here yet, but it's time for Honestly, she's one of my girl crushes and yeah. So if, you know, if she's got a, what's the word I'm looking for? Valid tequila brand. Let's check it out. But, but it's, mm, I don't know. Mm. It's kind of, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll have to try We'll see. We'll even buy one if we have to. It's okay. (laughs) I'm going to buy one. I want to try it. So anyway, Kendall is not here yet, but it's time for our drink. So we mentioned it earlier. Let's dig in there. (laughs) See, it's like you can consider this a glass half full or a glass half empty, but it's half empty because I'm half full of it. (laughs) So I'm anyway cocktail. So how did we make this? You heard in the beginning that I was just looking for a cocktail that was a red wine involving cocktail. Yeah. And the one that I found, it was off the site, the tasting table, and I'm not sure which individual thought it up, but um, I threw a different spin on it because I did not have the Amaro that they use in here. So, and I know that mine tastes very different from theirs because the Amari flavor profiles are just like wacky different. But this yeah. works very well with what we've got going on. So it's for bourbon lovers, it's for wine lovers, it's for spritz lovers, it's for Amaro lovers who just want a cool, well-balanced cocktail. It's It wouldn't be something that I would say you'd have with dinner or something, but it would be like, this is an on its own, you got dressed up to go out, or, or even like a brunchy sort of thing. Like you pack this glass with ice and some lemon, uh, lemon wheels and some herbs, it's beautiful. Um, it's refreshing. Yeah, it's super it's, refreshing. So get some nice layers in there, yeah. and, and it's really easy. So if you're intimidated by a cocktail shaker, let's try to push past that fear. It's super easy, and we're just gonna shake up an ounce of whiskey, three quarters of an ounce of amaro, and I went with um, a rhubarb amaro, which we'll put on the site because I think this flavor profile is delicious. Three quarter ounces of lemon. I, I want to say this to taste a half ounce to three quarter ounces of simple syrup. Shake up that whiskey Amaro lemon simple. Dump it into a glass with ice. And you're going to top it with approximately three ounces of red wine. And pour that in there slowly because you want the dual color layers. Two at layers, least yeah. initially in the beginning. Because you'll get the kind of whiskey sour-ish feel on the bottom. And then once you kind of get in there, you'll you'll stir it up and get the flavors of the wine in there as well. But uh, yeah, it's delicious. It's really good. And the one that yeah. I found on the website was called the Red Queen. So this is a riff on that. I used some different herbs that they didn't use that I didn't have. So I used a sprig of this sort of, I don't know what this basil is that I got it from the farmer's market, but it's a lot more delicate than the big fat leaves of basil you'd find okay. at the grocery store. So that's a so tiny one. Really beautiful, delicate basil and some lemon wheels and it's fucking delicious. Yeah, it's really good. It's yummy. And it's really mm-hmm. easy to drink too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Donna would like this and Donna's just a wine drinker. When is Donna joining us to talk about wine? I think she should come on here, right? Yeah. Donna's yeah, just going to talk about Chardonnay. Should we do that on Mother's Day week? We should. Let's do that. Yeah. Invite her. Invitation in the mail. She's, she's booked. booked already. <laughs> if she's not booked already. Yeah, if she's not booked she's already with all the other podcasts that she's starring on. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We'll, we'll give you the specs of this cocktail cool. on Instagram at Red Wine Carpet, of course. Duh. And now let's switch to our random news. My favorite part of the week. Mm-hmm. 
The Random News. Random News. And we're going to start with Britney Spears. Have you followed the news? Yeah, I watched about the documentary her? and I okay. followed some of the things that were happening afterwards. Yeah, so the New York Times documentary Framing Britney has been released on Hulu and FX. It's uh, taking a look back at how the media treated Britney since her debut in the Mickey Mouse Club and how it ended with a court naming her dad as the conservator in 2008. So that means that she cannot access her money, assign contracts, go to doctors, do anything without her dad agreeing to it problem is that apparently the only request that she had when this trial was going on is that anyone would be welcome to do it but my dad mm -hmm. and he's still in control of everything so just a note from 2013 to 2017 she made a reported 138 million dollars with the vegas residency so there is a lot at stake there right so we're not going to go into the Free Britney movement well, with the documentary. Well, I'll say just for a second that her dad was just into the money from the beginning. So that doesn't surprise me that he was the one who wanted to control everything. Yeah, that changes a lot of things when you start digging in the details mm -hmm. and interviews and everything. But, I mean, it wasn't there, but that's what it seems like was happening. Yeah, a lot of people are just making comments mm -hmm. that lead you to believe that mm -hmm. it what kind of planned mm -hmm. uh, to take over. Definitely. So since the documentary aired, a lot of interviews are resurfacing and we're now looking at it in a different way. So the press focused on questions like, did she get breast implants? Is she a virgin? Saying during interviews that she's a bad mom. So today we look at this and it's like it would not be accepted today. People would not be able to do that. Right. What do you think? Well, I remember, I know that one of the topics, um, one of the main things that's coming up right now is, you know, people want an apology from Justin Timberlake for yeah. what he said on Howard, was it Howard Stern? On a, yeah, I did a I, few shows where, yeah. I remember seeing that and feeling so sort of violated for her. Yeah. I always thought that moment was gross on, on both Howard Stern and Justin Timberlake's part. Justin had so much pressure that he officially apologized for saying things about Britney after their famous breakup. He claimed he took her virginity. He went on releasing Crimea River, and that was a big thing as well. So he said that he cares for Britney and respects her, but knows that he failed and wish that he could have done better for that. Mm -hmm. So wh when you look at this, and you have other people apologizing, like you have Paris Hilton, the US Weekly ex-editor-in-chief, that are trying to say they're sorry. Come on, they knew exactly what they were doing. We're talking about the media that was attacking her mm -hmm. and not, not just reporting things, but just attacking her, starting rumors, right. judging her for everything. There was one, I think, paparazzi guy who was like, they were interviewing him and he's like, oh yeah, she said, just please leave me alone. And he goes, I didn't think she meant leave me alone forever. I just thought she meant right now. I'm like, no. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. when you watch the videos, it's it's crazy because things have changed yeah. quite a lot. Yeah. But back then, they were in her face. They were like getting in restaurants when she was eating and just snapping pictures 12 inches from her face. Like, a, yeah, yeah, super close. I can't imagine being in that situation in general. Like, it's, it's crazy. So you, on the other hand, have videos of Craig Ferguson that are coming back as well. And back then, he publicly on his show said he refused to make fun of her. And he recently said, I'd rather be able to look at myself in the mirror and talk to my kids. I want to do the television that I'm proud of. Right. Some people knew exactly what was going on. And I'm glad that they're also getting now mm -hmm. acknowledged for doing the right thing. But these days, a lot of people are in trouble for things they've said or done in the past. Mm -hmm. And we're talking about an 18-year-old Tim 
Timberlake right here. Right. Well, that's what I was going to, that's what I was yeah. going to make a point of is that while they were in that relationship, it's not just, I'm not justifying that 18 year old boys act this way because it needs to be uh, taught otherwise. But of course, yeah. I also would take into account how young they were in this relationship and mm-hmm. the pressure of being on air on Howard Stern. I, I keep saying that, but I think it, I think it was a Howard Stern interview. I can't, I can't remember I which think one it was, it was but, yeah, um, but yeah. the pressure of someone being like, Hey, come on, tell us, just tell us, come on, just tell us. Cause it was just, well, I'm going to say quote unquote boys being boys, which needs to be banished from the language. But yeah. that's, um, they were so young in this relationship that was, you know, it was that boys, boys will be boys mentality that kind of shone through and, you know, being the one who is, you know, I'm, or yes, I took her virginity and blah, blah, blah. And just being, you know, pumped about it to the yeah. public and trying to be proud. Yeah. yeah. But you also, if you, if you're right and it's Howard Stern and we're not going to quote that really, cause we're not sure we'll look at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if it's a Howard Stern versus 18-year-old Timberlake, we're talking about a master interviewer that digs really deep, that has experience, Mm -hmm. and an 18-year-old star that had no regular childhood. Yeah, and he's just like, okay, while I'm on this show, I'm going to please the host because he's asking all these questions and he's the coolest guy on radio right now. Still is. So I think it's it's dangerous to start looking at folks um, and what they did when they were young. Obviously, everyone made some mistakes. I think it's not fair for people to ask from artists to be canceled because of of something they said like 20 years ago. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. I think it's just tough. Like, and if you look again, we talked about this before, when you look at Timberlake that was everywhere on the cover of every magazine at 18 years old, how would you handle it if you were 18? Mm -hmm. We talked about it with Justin Bieber and everything. And we're not going to talk about whether it's right or wrong how you would have handled it. You would have talked about how how you would have handled it at that, in that day and age. Yeah, totally. Like if you were 18 on on the Howard Stern show. With what you sort of internalized as socially acceptable, right or wrong, and all those things, like how would you have handled it? And it's... There are a lot of things that are different now that that were withstanding then. Yeah, and that's my worry is that we try to like make people pay for things that happened 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. But times were different. People were not aware of everything we know today. And we're not malicious in some cases. Of course, there are some people that are still the same and that should be you know removed from their positions and not allowed to do what they're doing. But in some cases, it's just kids growing up and discovering the world right. and what's going on with like, you know, respecting females and, and racism and everything. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's okay to be wrong at some point as long as you can come back right. years later and do the right thing. Right. So that's my... Whether that's you can admit it on mad. the spot or... In- in this case, yeah. years later, being like, hey, I fucked up. Yeah, and I think it happened to everybody on some level. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. So, yeah, I just want to give Justin Timberlake a pass. <laughs> I don't <laughs> want to give him a pass. I want to not, be not like, pass, hey, we're listening, like a, we're listening to you, but let's. Yeah. It, it seems like he's, you know, acknowledging. I want things. to understand where it's coming yeah, from. Yeah, totally. Yeah. When you look at a Diane Sawyer or um, Matt Lauer that were already in their career, already, you know, grown-ups interviewing the kids mm-hmm. and pushing them to say things and making right. them cry on TV. That's where it's, it's oh to my me, God. it's I'm, disgusting. Is, yeah. yeah, 
Yep, absolutely. I just wanted to be mad a little bit at oh, yeah. <laughs> the thing of people. We could go on for, for hours about that stuff. We could, we could, <laughs> but we try to keep it mm. short and sweet. <laughs> a few weeks ago, we talked about Dave Chappelle. We did. Yeah, we reported that Netflix was asked by the comedian to remove his Chappelle show from their catalog since he was not making money after signing the rights away to Comedy Central when he first started. So he was not making a dime from the Chappelle show being aired. So he simply asked his fans to stop watching and it worked. It worked. Comedy Central negotiated with Chappelle and he said during a um, stand-up not so long ago, when you stopped watching it, they called me, I got my name back and I got my license back and I got my show back and they paid me millions of dollars. Thank you very much. Hell yeah. My motto is, if you don't ask, you're never going to get it. Yep. Closed mouths don't get fed. <laughs> How do you feel about like going to work and asking for a raise? Is that, a, is that something that is hard for you to do? It is very hard for me to do. It is? I, well, actually, I want to, this is something I've been <laughs> reflecting on, communicating my needs. For the longest time, any job I've had, any relationship, whether it's family, friends, or romantic, whatever, it's been hard to communicate needs and asking for a raise is one of those things where I'm like, <laughs> I start, I question, (laughs) I I question why I even deserve it. Okay. Knowing I deserve it, but I'll be like, I understand. but but do they think I deserve it? But this, and then I just won't ask for it. But you know what? There's nothing to lose. There's nothing, there's nothing to lose. I have asked before. Actually, I've asked on a couple of occasions. I haven't gotten it. Yeah. And if they say no, you're like, okay, cool. Right. I've I've given a shot. And then you can either like quit, move on. Yeah. If you think you're like, you really have an issue. It's knowing your worth. Yeah. In the position you're holding. Totally, totally. So I'm glad Chappelle, you know, obviously has a platform and followers and was able to to do that. I wish I could do the same with some previous jobs. <laughs> Absolutely. There are some yeah. jobs where I'm like, you know, I should really get being, paid, get being paid a lot more. Yeah. When we get back out of quarantine, we'll, we'll see. I actually don't know if I said those words in the right order because, wow. Oh, wow. I drank this drink. <laughs> All right. And to, uh, to finish the show. Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox celebrated their first Valentine's Day as a couple. Today. Yeah. And to keep a souvenir, the singer made a necklace with a drop of Megan's blood in it. Oh. Would that be a gift you'd appreciate, Kelly? Sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. I don't know. I don't, I don't <laughs> dig it personally. It's weird, but so am I. So if that's what someone gave me, I'd be like, okay. Maybe a Army Hammer can have a couple suggestions for him. So that's all we got. Finishing on a good note. <laughs> on a good note. All right. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Always a pleasure to chat yeah. with you, Katie. You too, Fred. It's our little, you know, little excuse to hang out. And yeah. We're glad to do it. Until next time. Until next time. Be well, everybody. Bye.